Welcome to the Ready Run Back. I'm your host, Jeff Marone, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Coach Michael Martin. He is the head coach at Brown University men's basketball team. I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We will meet that our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rory Runback episode 111 and I have a great interview for you guys today with the head coach at Brown University men's basketball team, Coach Michael Martin. Great interview with Coach Martin, Michael Martin. I really enjoyed our conversation. He is just amazing. He's doing great things at Brown University, really turning around that program. It's great to see Brown to be back on the map. It really is really nice as we see all four of our Division One colleges grow here in Rhode Island. It's been awesome to see with Brian and URI and PC obviously have been up there for a while. It's cool. It's great to see with Brian. Now it's great to see with Brown as Coach Martin is doing great things over there. So very excited to see what they do in this upcoming season. Just but just a lot of fun getting to know Coach Martin, how he got into basketball, how he ended up going to Brown, how he got into coaching. Just just a great interview overall. Uh, before we get into that interview, remember you guys can watch today's episode on YouTube by searching Rory Runback. Or stay tuned here and listen on the podcast platform that you listen to. Just remember to hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Now for our interview with Coach Michael Martin. All right. On today's show, I welcome on a very special guest. He is an Ivy League Coach of the Year uh, for a 2018-2019 season. And he's the head coach of Brown University, Coach Michael Martin. Coach, how are you doing today? Jeff, doing great. Good to be with you. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Coach. I really appreciate your time. I know things are probably busy right now, uh, so I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, first of all, Coach, how does it feel for you guys to have you guys like to be back on the court? How does that feel? It's been great. You know, you don't realize how uh, much you uh, miss something until it's taken away, Jeff. And uh, you know, from March of 2020 until February of 21, we didn't have the opportunity to, to get on the court with our players. So um, you know, we've tried to make uh, the most of the last four or five months being back on the court in the gym with the, with the student athletes and uh, certainly can't wait until we have our entire team here uh, in September as we prepare for next season. Yes, yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's got to be crazy not to play basketball for like almost for pretty much for two seasons or two years. And it's got to be a bit of a change of pace. What's that like to not like having that for like that two years? How does that change? Well, it was one year, one season. Um, yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, it was, uh, you know what, it, it, it was unique. It was bizarre. It was frustrating. It was different. It was all those things. Um, you know, I feel mostly for our student athletes that, you know, they didn't have the opportunity to, to compete. Um, and we thought that the team that we would put on the court last season would have been highly competitive. Um, and, uh, you know, we won't have that full team back. So uh, obviously we've got a lot of guys back uh, for, for next season, uh, but we, we did lose a couple seniors and uh, you feel for them. Um, I think perspective helps. If this is the worst that comes of it for us, we're, we're probably probably doing uh, really well. Um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, these guys are Division One players and uh, they didn't have the opportunity to play. 
Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, and hopefully uh, for this upcoming season, things go well and you guys have another great season. I mean, the past two seasons, you guys had, you know, some really great seasons and hopefully in the upcoming, this upcoming year, you guys have another great season as well, too. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, we hope so. I mean, we hope we can be a lot better. Uh, but I appreciate your kind words. Of course. Uh, but, Coach, I also want to talk about, some, before we talk about more about your season at Brown, uh, how did you get in? How, what was your decision to get, go to Brown and, like, play basketball as well, too? When I was, yeah, so uh, I grew up in Springfield, Massachusetts, and, uh, you know, son of a high school coach. My mother was a, a middle school teacher and, uh, you know, uh, fell in love with basketball at an early age, played uh, high school football and baseball as well. Uh, but always kind of knew that I would uh, try to pursue uh, the opportunity to play uh, basketball in college. You know, was fortunate to, uh, you know, be uh, recruited by, a few, you know, a few different schools and ultimately just, just felt really comfortable at Brown. Uh, really clicked with uh, Glenn Miller, uh, our head coach at the time, and the rest of his coaching staff and uh, saw it as an opportunity to play in a great conference, uh, have a chance to get on the court early, I thought, and then, um, you know, get a incredible education. Um, so uh, those were among the reasons why I chose the school. And it's uh, the, my affiliation with Brown has gone, you know, goes back to 1999 at this point. And uh, it's been more than I could have ever dreamed of, you know, the opportunity to uh, attend the school and uh, be associated with it for, for all these years. That's awesome. And what was it like to, I mean, I know you, when you played at Brown, you guys made the NIT. What was it like to play the NIT? Yeah, it was, I mean, so that was a great team. We had Earl Hunt was our uh, ca uh, senior uh, captain along with Lahi Nuali Atia. Uh, those two guys and Jason Forte were all first team, all league players. You know, we, uh, we, we, we went 12 and two in the league, lost two tight games to University of Pennsylvania who went 14 and 0 that year and won the Philadelphia big five, won the Ivy league. Um, you know, I'll never forget, you know, we played Penn at home. Uh, both teams were, you know, Penn was undefeated. We had one loss in the league. We had just lost a close one to them at the Plustra. And Chris Berman from ESPN came and introduced starting lineups. We had oh, a great cool. crowd. Students were, you know, lined up uh, hours before tip-off. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't play. I tore my ACL the week before. Uh, and I still say if I had played, we would have won that game and at least tied for an Ivy title and had a one-game playoff to see who the NCAA tournament rep was going to be. But uh you know, we had to settle for the NIT. I didn't play, but I watched the game. Obviously, from the bench, we went and played Virginia down in uh, Charlottesville and uh, lost a lost a competitive game. So uh, th that was a great team. Obviously, I remember you know the the moments on the court, uh, but the relationships that I have with those guys to this day uh, are, are just you know so significant. And uh, that's why you you know that's why you play sports. You know to remember those kinds of moments and and build those relationships. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm sorry to hear about the ACL injury that you uh, that you had, but I mean that's absolutely amazing that you guys were able to you know be close, be that close to making the NCAA tournament. And it's just uh, you know come up short. It's, it stinks, but I mean it's it's really a great for Brown University itself, you know, in the, the area at the time. Uh, and then what was the decision after your career is over? What's your decision to get into coaching? Yeah, well, so I think obviously you know certainly impacted by, you know, my upbringing, my father, you know, I was a ball boy for his teams traveling on the bus everywhere they went. Uh, you know, he was the head coach at Aguam high school, uh, when I was growing up, which is a you know town just outside of Springfield, mass. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, really clicked with coach Miller, uh, and, uh, he gave me an opportunity, uh, to get into coaching. You know, when I, when I 
was a senior at Brown though. I had in, interviewed with a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, financial services companies. I actually accepted a job at an investment bank uh, in the fall of my senior year and uh, was uh, really excited for the opportunity. Thought it'd be a great career path for me. Uh, then, you know, my senior season ended and uh, just felt like I wanted to keep playing. I wasn't done. I wasn't ready to, to be done playing. And I played at a very low level in Europe. I played in Ireland, uh, but it was it was a great uh, experience. Uh, met some great people uh, and uh, played for a, a really fun team called Dark Cholester. And when I got back from Ireland, uh, Coach Miller had a coaching opportunity for me as a volunteer assistant coach. Um, it wasn't going to make any money, uh, but I was young. I was 22 at the time, and uh, I was going to be a Division One assistant coach. I was going to be on the road recruiting. I was going to be on the court coaching, doing scouting reports. Uh, at one, you know, at a, a place that was going to give me national recruiting experience and uh, in a really good conference. So, um, you know, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to get my foot in the door. I'm so grateful that Coach Miller believed in me enough to give me that chance. And uh, that, that's kind of how I, I jumped into coaching. And uh, I guess what now, 16, 17 years later, uh, I haven't looked back. Yeah, that's, a, that's crazy. That's absolutely amazing. And it's cool that you got to play a little bit overseas, a little bit over in Ireland. And uh, what was that experience too, being able to play over there? Did you guys travel a lot as well? Yeah, so it's the Irish Super League at the time. I think there was 12 pro teams. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, had, we had a good competitive team, good schedule, good uh, fun league. Uh, didn't, you know, it, it was different. You know, you go from playing in college, you're, you're in the gym every single day practicing, you know, playing – couple games a week over there we had a couple practices a week one game a week so uh you know really there's a lot of individual work on my time my you know on my end you know uh because a lot of the guys I played with worked nine to five right there was only a few yeah. few of us who were just uh over there to play basketball so uh but it was I mean the country the city of Dublin uh you know such an incredible culture and uh you know the, the, the hospitality that they they showed us uh you know, I'll, I'll always remember and, you know, I still have really close friends over in Ireland and keep in contact with them was back there a couple of years ago for a wedding of one of my former teammates. So it was a great experience. Um, and, and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to do it. That's a really cool experience, especially at like that, that 21, you're like, you're at a young age and you get to experience that and travel and then come right into the division one, uh, assistant coaching position at, at a young age. I mean, what was the biggest thing too, that you learned? At, from the coaching and playing from coach to being a coach to like not playing anymore. What was the, just repeat that Jeff. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was the biggest difference for you? Like, what was it like to come into coaching and not like, you know, have to be like a coach and not be at a player aspect. Yeah. Anymore? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, so you just, you don't have any control, you know, you have very <laughs> little control over what happens out there as a player, at least you're in the game and you have a chance to, make a play or, you know, get a rebound or dive on the floor or, or whatever it might be as a coach. Uh, you know, when the game starts, I mean, obviously you can, you can do a few things, but uh, your control is very limited. Um, you know, you, you want to take full advantage of every opportunity you have uh, in practice and preparation, but uh, that's the biggest difference. Too. Just the ability to really impact the game uh, is, uh, is, it's very limited as a coach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, like, what's the what? Do you have like a favorite moment when you were at Penn that you really enjoyed the most? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I was really fortunate. Uh, coach Miller uh, took me to Penn. Uh, we followed. Uh, he followed a legendary coach in Fran Dunphy. We inherited a great team that first year. I thought Coach Miller did 
just a masterful job of, you know, kind of um, managing the, the team. We had great talent. We have a lot of experienced guys who had obviously had great success under Coach Dunphy. And here Coach Miller was with a, you know, kind of new way of doing things. And I, I thought he, he was really good at, um, you know, uh, giving the players a, a voice and, and, and doing a lot of things that they felt comfortable doing. And we won an Ivy League championship. Uh, you know, we, we, we played in the NCAA tournament, had a really good game, competitive first-round game with Texas A&M. Uh, out at Rupp Arena in Kentucky and, uh, you know, Selection Sunday, when you see, you know, your team's name uh, listed in that bracket, uh, there's very few things that, you know, in, in this sport, I think that can equal that. And uh, that's what we're working towards here. You know, we're, we're, we're really focused and excited to have that opportunity uh, as a program here at Brown. And uh, that was a moment that we'll, you know, I'll, I'll always remember. Yeah, that'd be great for Brown. I'd be very excited. I'm sure there's enough of beast that film and seeing it, and as well as the actually experience it as well to play the NCAA tournament. And then, you know, what is the decision to come to Brown? I know you played here. I'm sure that's a part, and it might not be the best question, but what what's the decision to come to Brown? Do you think it just made sense? Chance to be a head coach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and at your alma mater at, at the age of 29. Uh, uh, so grateful to Jack Hayes and, uh, you know, all those folks uh, that were responsible for giving me this opportunity here at Brown, obviously President Paxson. And, um, you know, it's been an amazing experience. I've learned a ton. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I was uh, really fortunate uh, to have uh, the chance to be a head coach uh, at such a young age at a school that means so much. And uh, that, you know, the, the, that first team that I had, I'll never forget, those guys made me uh, and our staff made us look like we had a little bit of an idea of what we were doing, even though uh, I didn't know uh, anything. And, uh, but we had, we had great, great kids and uh, they were, they believed in what we were doing from day one. And uh, it, it was, uh, it was um, for me as a young coach, I was really fortunate uh, that we inherited the team we did. That's, that's amazing. And what, were you guys, the were you the youngest coach in the NCAA at the time? Was that like, or were you like one of the top three youngest NCAA coaches at the time? Yeah, I don't think I was the youngest, but I was certainly, certainly one of them, uh, yeah. you know, at, at that, during that first year. So when you take over the program, at, at, especially at a young age like that, and then what is like, how do you build a program and like bring in your own co coaching philosophy? Well, I mean, I think you have to be true to who you are, right. And true to your, your, uh, yourself and, can't try to be someone that uh, you learn from, or you can't try to be someone that you you've studied. You have to, you know, certainly uh, take what you learn from different people, but apply it to, you know, with your personality and your, you know, your input, your footprint, uh, so to speak. And uh, so that that's what we tried to do. Um, you know, we wanted to uh, instill, uh, you know, right away that we were going to be a really hard playing competitive team that was unselfish and, um, you know, tried to make the right play. Uh, and, and, uh, again, uh, our method, uh, probably, uh, certainly believe in, um, that nine years later, uh, we have a much better idea of what we're doing, uh, than we did that first year. But, uh, again, we're really, really fortunate that the student athletes we had believed in it right away, Jeff. And, uh, amazing. I, we tried to try to do things that we thought, could help us be successful at Brown. And um, that's what we're still trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get, you've had some successful seasons, especially uh, the 2018-2019 season. Uh, you won Coach of the Year that season. What was that feeling like to win Coach of the Year? 
Well, anytime you, you're recognized uh, by your peers, uh, I guess it's humbling, um, but it's also just, I mean, it's all about, you know, what student athletes and, and our coaching staff <coughs> was able to do uh, for us to, you know, have the success we had as a team. Uh, th those are, you know, those, those honors are always about your, the team. It never happens for a team that doesn't win a lot of games. Um, so, uh, you know, I thought that we uh, had a, a great uh, – collection of uh, talent and uh, high character, hardworking uh, student athletes. And uh, I think that has been um, a moment that we continue to build upon. And that season has given us momentum that we have tried to carry forward in our recruiting and our development of the student athletes that we have. And, uh, you know, we certainly hope that we can uh, improve upon you know, what we did that year and, and the year that we just had after it. Yeah, yeah, you guys compiled, I mean, the, that year you had 20 games, you won 20 games, uh, you guys made the CBI, and then the following year, you guys won 15 games, which I was reading, it was compiling, that's 35 games in two years, which was compiling the best back-to-back -back year, I guess, Brown has had in their history for uh, basketball. Yeah, so uh, certainly some success, uh, but, you know, a lot left to be done. And, uh, you know, we, we've won one Ivy League championship here in, in our program's history, that was 1986, and you know, we're working uh, really hard every day to try to bring bring the second. And, uh, you know, we have so many people that are supporting us, uh, you know, from President Paxton and our corporation at Brown University to obviously, um, you know, our, our division of athletics, our new uh, vice president of athletics, Grace Calhoun, certainly Jack Hayes, our previous AD. And, uh, and then so many, you know, fans and alumni and, and uh, members of the community. Um, we're all working really, really hard to bring that next Ivy League championship uh, to Brown. And when we do it, uh, I want everyone to feel, um, you know, ownership and, uh, and feel really great joy uh, that, you know, we can hopefully win another Ivy League championship here at Brown. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope it works out for you guys in the upcoming years. Um, you know, I just want to ask, I know you kind of mentioned this, uh, but like, what's the one thing you're really looking forward to doing the most, especially getting back on the court this season? Well, I, I mean, just getting our whole team together will be great. I mean, we've had pockets of guys since February. Um, right now we're in our summer term, which is the third third academic term of the 2021 uh, academic year at Brown. And, uh, you know, we went to three terms in an effort to de-densify campus. So we have six student athletes that are on campus right now, three freshmen, three sophomores, and they're finishing up their second term. Uh, we had probably 10 student athletes on campus in the spring. Um, but we haven't had the whole team together. And obviously we have this new freshman group that'll be coming in in September. So really just looking forward to being in the same room and having all, all the guys in the roster and our staff together. And, you know, uh, we've been on zoom a few times, but we haven't all been together in the same room yet, uh, as a full team. So, uh, really looking forward to that opportunity and then just getting on the court and getting in the weight room and getting on the track and, uh, building towards, uh, what we think can be, a a great season. Uh, I think this roster certainly has all the all, all of the um, ingredients uh, to 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 have a special season. Um, what we do with those ingredients uh, is to be determined. But I, I think that we we have talent, we have experience, we have size, athleticism, and I think we have great leadership uh, from our uh, upperclassmen. So uh, I'm certainly optimistic. Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm, you're going to definitely catch me in some games this year for sure. Uh, Brown, uh, I actually used to intern up there, so it would be uh, nice to get back up there and, uh, uh, you know, see, see the campus and watch you guys play this year. It would be a lot of fun. 
We'll get see. We'll have season tickets on sale soon for you, Jeff. All right, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Uh, Coach, I have one more question before we sign off. Um, what's your favorite thing to do outside of basketball? I mean, I know basketball is a big part of your life, but what's the biggest thing that you like to do outside of basketball that people wouldn't know about, or things that you like to do to enjoy around Rhode Island? Yeah, I mean, I I would say they probably know if they know me. Uh, just being with my family, my wife Kristen, who uh, is also a Brown, uh, former soccer player at Brown, and uh, our three girls, Kira, Avery, and Tegan, um, love watching them play sports. They're into soccer and basketball and lacrosse, and um, you know they're trying, you know they're trying everything. Uh, so just just being with them, uh, love the. Love the city of Providence, love the state of Rhode Island, uh, love, you know, everything that our, our great state has to offer. And, uh, you know, any, anywhere in our state where I can be with my family and hang with them and spend time with them uh, away from uh, Brown basketball uh, is a good thing. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Coach, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Brown, extremely lucky to have you. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing with Brown University. I'm going to great things are coming. You can definitely see me at the games this year. Jeff, great to be with you. Thanks for what you're doing and uh, good being on with you. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. All right. That was my interview with Coach Michael Martin. Great interview with Coach Martin. I really enjoyed our conversation. Great guy. Uh, a lot of fun to talk to. Really, really great stuff uh, just speaking with him about his career and how he's coaching with Brown and everything like that. So it's been a lot of fun speaking with him. Uh, just a lot of fun in that interview on next episode that we have coming up on friday is a two-parter we have an interview with mike procopio mike procopio is a nba player development coach great interview with coach uh coach procopio as we talk about his career how he got started in player development how he you know worked with kobe bryant how what it was like working with the mavs and you know all these great players to Dwayne wade paul pierce just great players, just great stories of his hard work and dedication. And, you know, this one's going to be a two-part. This one actually went, I think, close to two hours. So just great. It was a lot of fun speaking with him. I, I enjoyed our conversation very, very much. Uh, so be on the lookout for that episode on Friday of part one. And then part two will be coming to you guys on a Tuesday. All right. We will see you on Friday. hope you guys enjoy a nice here Wednesday and Thursday, and we'll see you Friday.